Hey guys, thanks for listening. Let's talk about today's sponsor, and that is BetterHelp. Is there something interfering with your happiness or preventing you from achieving your goals, like anxiety or depression? BetterHelp will assess your mental health needs and match you with your own licensed professional therapist. You can start communicating with your therapist in under 48 hours. It's not a crisis line. It's not self-help, guys. It is professional, confidential counseling done securely online. There's a broad range of expertise available. The service is available to anyone hearing this podcast worldwide. You can log into your account anytime, anywhere, send a message to your counselor. You'll get timely and thoughtful responses. Plus, you can schedule weekly video or phone sessions so you won't have to ever, ever sit in an uncomfortable waiting room like with traditional therapy. BetterHelp is committed to facilitating great therapeutic matches so they make it easy and free to change counselors if you ever need to. So visit BetterHelp.com slash spark. That's BetterHelp.com slash spark. Welcome back to the Two Marks and a Spark Wrestling Podcast brought to you by BetterHelp. Go to BetterHelp.com slash spark to save 10% off your first month of professional mental health counseling let's get right into it we're going to be previewing nxt and AEW dynamite tonight let's start with nxt on nxt it's roderick strong versus cameron grimes both these guys need a win i don't know why they're putting them against each other it doesn't really make any sense from a booking perspective but welcome to the wwe lately uh the 12-man battle royal to determine the uh gauntlet eliminator participants for next week's takeover night one i don't know why they're doing a battle royal to determine these guys i just i don't know then we have tian shaw making her debut against caden carter and casey canton zero again i don't know why they're doing that are they really trying to bury carter and canton zero that bad again i don't know who they're going to be putting in the uh gauntlet eliminator next week the announced participants for tonight's battle royale are austin theory dexter loomis jake atlas isaiah scott leon ruff tyler rust kushida bronson reed roderick strong cameron grimes la knight pete dunn so there's only 12 people in this battle royale so is this going to be a pinfall battle royale and then the last six are going to go what what are they doing it just doesn't make any damn sense. I don't know. Again, I haven't watched NXT the last couple weeks, so maybe it makes more sense to people that have watched the show, but I doubt it because this got announced on social media. And they've already beat LA Knight two weeks in. So, like, why is he here? He lost to Bronson Reed last week. Why is he here? Now, Bronson Reed's also in the match, but... And then you have Roderick Strong essentially doing double duty. What? What? I don't, I don't get it. But they've announced that the uh, move to Tuesday nights for NXT is official. This Wednesday night two show bullshit is almost over, folks. We're almost out of the fucking woods on this thing. And I know somebody's going to try to say this thing's about ratings. It's not. NBC Sports is shutting down, so they're moving the NHL games to the USA Network, and the NHL runs games on Wednesday nights. 
I don't know why people are insisting that it's because NXT is getting their ass kicked. I'm sure that didn't help anything. I'm sure NXT only doing 650,000 viewers every week on TV didn't help anything. But at the end of the day, it boils down to the USA Network needed to be opened up on Wednesdays for the NHL, which at the end of the day is going to do more ad revenue and get more viewers than NXT, because that's just where we're at right now. You know, could that change when the new deal, when this new deal that they've just expired, when that that they've just signed, excuse me, as I stutter over my own words, when would could that change when this new deal expires in two or three years? Yeah, but I, I don't think it will. Honestly, I think they're just going to keep it on Tuesdays if it's going to stay on the USA Network. Who knows? Maybe it just goes to Peacock. Who knows? But I think it's good for both NXT and Dynamite that they're not on the same night, that they're on separate nights, because at the end of the day, they really are kind of competing for uh, for viewers, essentially. So who knows? I don't know. But let's talk about Dynamite, a much more uh, exciting show, at least to me. I, I don't have a whole lot to look forward to on this NXT show. I'm more excited for next week's Stand and Deliver, which me and Bryce will talk about a little later on this week when we do our preview show. Uh, that will be along with the Dynamite review that's going to be going up Friday. Uh, we have John Moxley versus Cesar Bononi, the porn star. Uh, for those of you that haven't been listening to the show, the joke about Cesar Bononi is he has a porn stash and he kind of looks like a porn star. Why they're putting him with Ryan Nemeth and JD Drake, I don't know, but it's going to be also in Moxley's obviously going to win that. And then Christian Cage versus Frankie Kazarian. Obviously, Christian's going to win that. Christian just debuted. There's no way they're beating a guy with Christian's name value this quickly, this early into a run. I don't care if it's an old Impact rivalry renewed or not. I don't care if you put him in there with Omega. I think Christian would probably still win because they've got to build Christian up. I know he's been other places and done things elsewhere, but at the end of the day, you still got to build a guy up in your own company. So that's why I think Christian wins this match going away. I don't know that they'll do more than 15 minutes, but especially because it's a dynamite, I doubt it goes more than 15 minutes, but who knows? And then we have a match I'm really not looking forward to, which is Cody Rhodes versus QT Marshall. And it's not that I'm not looking forward to it because I think it's going to be a bad match. I know it's going to be good, but I don't care. And at the end of the day, something can be good and you don't care about it. And even if it's good, you're still not going to care. Because this has had one week of buildup and it doesn't make any sense. QT's heel turn is ridiculously weird and out of nowhere. And why is Arn Anderson the referee? I get it. Arn is Cody's manager and he's got a good relationship with QT. But why? I don't know. Again, I love Dynamite on a weekly basis. I will sing AEW's praises, but when they fuck up like they've kind of fucked this up, I just don't get it. And QT cut that god-awful promo last week. Like, I talked about it on the Dynamite review. The promo QT cut last week was a fucking nightmare. Not saying Britt Baker's was any better, because it wasn't. But the interview segments on the show last week were all bad. And that's just, it's a gripe, it's a nitpick. But it is what it is. 
We also have the women's tag match, Akaru Shida and Tay Conti against Nyla Rose and the Bunny, uh, or Allie, or whatever you want to call her. Again, it's another situation where two of these women need a win and two of them also need a win. So where do you go? I I honestly don't see Shida and Conti losing this, especially not with Conti on the run she's been on. She's the number one contender. She just won Wrestler of the Week for AEW last week. So I, I don't see them booking her into a corner where, oh, she got beat by the bunny who wasn't even in the Eliminator tournament for the women's title. Which, no, that didn't make any sense either, but neither does beating Ty Conti at this point after she just beat Nyla Rose last week one-on-one. And and Sheeta's the longest reigning champion in the entire company, so are they really going to beat Hikaru Sheeta right now? No, they're not. She's on this run of just incredible matches, so they need to give her a win. Then we have Arcade Anarchy. And if you folks think you don't want to see this, I don't want to see it either. <laughs> I'm going to be honest. Miro and Kip Sabian, this needs to, this just needs to end. Kip Sabian needs to go back to being on dark and, or dark elevation. And they just need to get him more reps in the ring. And I don't have a problem with Kip as a, as a person, everything I know about Kip, he seems like a good guy, but he needs more ring time he needs work. His ring work isn't the best. I like Kip as a person. I've watched him on Twitch a couple times. He seems like a good guy. I'm not bashing Kip. It's just this, this angle just needs to go away. Poor Chuck Taylor. He's just gotten roped into this. And Orange Cassidy. Everybody knows how I feel about Orange Cassidy. I think he's talented, but I think his gimmick is just... It's not funny anymore. And it needs a bigger crowd than what they've got. So it just doesn't work. And then uh, a segment that they're going to have is MJF giving a gift to the pinnacle. Uh, Speculation is, is that it's going to be another member. Uh, I don't know who in the hell they're going to rope into this unless it's Ethan Page. But if it's not another person, then who knows what it is? It could be the dynamite diamond ring for all we know. So who knows what they're going to do there? But yeah. I'm also thinking we're probably going to get a return of the inner circle this week uh, because they haven't been on TV for two weeks and the kind of need them back on TV. Not so much wrestling, but more of Jericho's mic skills, I think, is what they're kind of missing because the promos the last couple weeks have been rough around the edges, to say the least. I I just don't see any way this doesn't end in an inner circle surprise attack with Santana Ortiz. Jericho, Hager, and all them coming out. But the inner circle are obviously babyfaces now, and they just did so many babyface heel turns that week that I get why they're kind of, you know, holding off on bringing them back. And maybe they haven't decided if the inner circle's actually going to go babyface yet or not. I don't know. (laughs) Maybe that's where they're going with this. I, I can't imagine that's where they're going with it, but who who the hell knows, you know? We're not in the booking meetings, so who knows? But that's about all I've got for uh, this Wednesday night preview show. Um, going to be two pretty good shows. I think AEW is probably going to edge it out in terms of quality of show. Obviously, they're going to win in terms of viewers because they always do. Uh, 
unless NXT pulls something out of their hat in view of the fact that this is a go-home show for a two-night special they're doing. So unless they're going to do something with that, I don't know. Stand and Deliver looks like it's going to be great, though. I'm really excited for Stand and Deliver. If you guys want to connect with me on Twitter, it's at Ben Shrewsbury. That's at B-E-N-S-H-R-E-W-S-B-U-R-Y. Do let me know what you think about these shows going into tonight. What are you most looking forward to? For me personally, honestly, it's seeing what Christian can do. It's his first singles match in, I think, about seven or eight years. So I'm really excited to see how that goes. Him and Kazarian have always been magic together. So I think that's going to be great. But that's it. That's just a short little mini pod for you guys. I'll have the NXT review up either later on tonight or probably more likely tomorrow morning. Uh, So yeah, enjoy the shows tonight, guys. Have a great one. I'm out of here. Peace.